When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Another world, another life. Driftwood the Musical, based on the best-selling memoir, tells the incredible true story of one family's miraculous escape from Nazi Germany. Critics describe it as mesmerising, sublime and stunningly crafted. Our world premiere season sold out. Don't miss out. Book tickets now for the May and June seasons at driftwiththemusical.com.au In the spirit of reconciliation... The Theatre Thoughts podcast acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all traditional custodians of the land on which our episodes are recorded. Because I remember when I, when it was the callbacks for the audition and Bethany was like, how long do you need to learn your lines? And I'm like... (laughs) Give me three days. <laughs> Give me three days. No I'm professional now. And then I, I think the audition was like on Friday or something. And then I got the call on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. And I remember I just saw Laura and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Hello. And she's like, hey. I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> I was like, congratulations, you got it. And I was like, thank you so much. And I remember I called my boss. I'm like, I need to learn my lines. I have a week. <laughs> I'm like, I lied to them. I said I can do it in three days. <laughs> You're listening to the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. If you're a new listener, welcome to the podcast. If you're one of our returning listeners, welcome back to a brand new episode. You can watch a snippet of this week's episode via our YouTube channel or subscribe to our Patreon for $5 a month to get access to the full video, a patron shout-out and earlier access to our episodes. Or if you're stretched on a budget, become a supporter for as little as $3 a month. If you're a fan of the podcast, please leave us a review wherever you're listening from. Share us on your socials, tell your friends at the theatre, stop to tell a stranger on the street or just be that annoying friend who shares all the best recommendations. You can find all of our content via our Instagram channel at ttpod underscore official or by following the link in this episode's description. So switch on those thoughts and be sure to subscribe to catch all our new content in 2023. Welcome everyone to a new episode of Theatre Thoughts Podcast. I'm here with two amazing guests today to talk about their new show, The Culture, which has been all over the world. It's been to Broadway, Wellington, and now in Sydney. We have a performer who I'm trying to place in my memory, but we got there, I think, in the end. 
She is a writer and a performer with a passion for strong female narratives. Her work speaks for women's experiences in the modern world and explores street harassment, domestic violence, online privacy and fertility. We also have a bilingual Jordanian, Palestinian, Australian, multidisciplinary artist, try saying that five times fast, based in Western Sydney. Uh, his passion, sorry, for his career is to create more opportunities to diversify the Australian arts industry and to break barriers for the LGBTQIA plus community and people of colour. Please welcome Laura Jackson and Men Ask For. Hello, hello, hello. 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 Welcome. Please, uh, I'm so I'm so glad for you to come in and, and talk about your show. Absolutely. It's exciting to be here. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And so um so Laura, we were trying to place each other before the podcast started about where we knew each other. It was all the way back in Wollongong. That's right. I mean, obviously we're getting old because we can't actually remember, but mm. we know that it was when we were in Wollongong yeah. and when we were young and budding and, you know, exciting exactly. and emerging. <laughs> and now here we are at the powerhouse. That's right, exactly. <laughs> so your show, The Culture, has been all over the world. So, Laura, you wrote um, The Culture. Yeah, I did. I did. And it's had a pretty exciting journey so far, which has yeah. been awesome because there was a previous version of The Culture that I actually did back in Wollongong in 2015. And right. it was a... Um, kind of now I reflect on it just like a workshop version because compared to the script now it's really drastically changed Um, but to finally get to you know have this international tour going and to have spent the time on the rewrite um, to get it to the strength of this version has been really awesome but Yeah. yeah that initial version came to me around the time that um Rosie Batty was Australian of the Year and she was talking about um her experience obviously um the devastating story of her husband killing her son and that she um was an unlikely victim in that she's very well spoken she's highly educated um and people listen to her and she acknowledged the flaws in the fact that that was why people listened but she also acknowledged her platform and uh i think a lot of that informed the character of katie which is a character that i play because she falls into this um toxic relationship but you don't expect her to be the one who falls prey to that sort of guy because she is quite outspoken quite you know bright and bubbly and we have a a stigma um in terms of the image of what we think a woman who gets into a domestic violence relationship looks like we Mm. have this um we don't think about the fact that actually it transcends race and class and age it's something that one in three women experience yeah yeah, it's very prevalent as well at the moment. That's well. right. Exactly. So, well, I'll actually, I'll say the bio of the show just so we get like, a bit of context. <laughs> so, uh, it says, Katie's cheeky, brave and sensitive. Will is witty and warm with a huge heart, which I'm assuming is your character. Mm-hmm. Um, they're single and maybe a little bit codependent. Together they host a podcast. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't even get me started with a bitch about the fact that they're straight up done. When they're home together, they're safe, they're happy. No one can hurt them. They have everything they need. Almost. Ah, mm. I like it. Very good. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> so, Mina, um, tell me about your involvement with the show. Yeah, um, pretty cut and paste. I auditioned for the show. I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I um, did a call back. I thought I did well. And then I got the gig. And here I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. No, but um, I remember reading the script and I was like, is she a stalker? Because oh. I was like, it was very similar to just my life and the way that I speak. Okay. And a lot of the time when I was learning my lines, I'm like, 
that's not the line. Never mind. I'll go back. I'm like, no, it is the line. I'm just making things up in my head, but it's literally the line. So it's, it was very similar to the way I naturally speak. Mm. So when I learned my lines, it was a very easy transition, Yeah, I felt. And yeah, it's been great. I'm loving it. Yeah. But you weren't on the Broadway leg. No. So you've been on the Wellington leg. And Wellington, Adelaide, and next week, Hobart, Sydney, then Melbourne. Amazing. Yeah. All the good stops. That's right. <laughs> so was it always your dream to take it to Broadway? Yeah. I met this really great director at NIDA. She only came to work with us, I think, for a week. Maybe two, but if you, I think a week. Anyway, I fell in love with her. I just really, really liked her approach. Uh, I felt like she got the best out of me. You know, sometimes you... I don't know. Uh, I've worked with directors who I think you make me great. And then directors who I think, oh, you, I, in front of you, you don't think I'm good and therefore I'm not. You know, mm. it sort of it becomes self-fulfilling. Yeah. Anyway, so we really connected. She was just there for that short time. She was from New York. She went home. And then COVID struck and, uh, you know, the whole industry was on its knees. And I was kind of looking for ways to remain creative. And I was looking for some online classes and I thought of her and I thought, oh, I wonder if she's offering classes and I could do them with her. And now the world has suddenly, the world of online classes really shifted. Yeah. And it doesn't matter yeah, where definitely. you are. And so um, I reached out to her and yes, she was offering, she was offering classes in this, in, she's a Michael Chekhov um, ah, teacher. So, God, you know, Chekhov. yeah, love that. And she um, was offering these Michael Chekhov classes. So we, I started working with her you know, more uh, regularly and um, I really enjoyed that. And then I just asked if she would read a copy of the play, the previous version, the one from, you know, 2015. And she she read it and she thought it had, you know, potential. And so then this wasn't even in the kind of seriously I would do it with her directing it. It was just she was a mentor. I wanted her to read it. I thought, you know, she'd be fantastic to direct it. But, mm. um, yeah, then we did a few Zoom readings with a few different actors playing the role of Will and... Okay. Um, to the previous version was quite didactic um, and uh, it kind of the podcast has come in in place of what used to be these direct address monologues to the audience ah, where they would tell clever. their yeah. kind of they tell their stories but because they were so um, because of that the style they did feel a little bit on the nose right, and now yeah. that those same stories have been shifted into a podcast form it's much it's much more about the banter between the two mm, characters and okay. they can still tell those stories but uh with a, an increased sense of warmth and friendship yeah um yeah so we then did a few uh as i said zoom readings and i got uh, a few mentors to have a listen got some feedback then i worked with it was important to me um because I'm a straight woman and Will is a gay character to get some advice to build the authenticity into his character yeah and so this director her name's Bethany Caputo she's a proud lesbian woman she brought uh some you know uh, mentorship in that space but then also we brought on a dramaturg uh who happened to be my mentor no sorry my master's uh, writing mentor oh cool uh, Catherine Farga but she's also proudly lesbian woman and so they were able to uh them combined with the the number of actors who read that part were able to kind of help me shape it and mold it and pick up where I was making where I thought I was making jokes that were a bit you know dumb mm. or whatever you know yeah. they were able to help me yeah. to make it feel just more authentic and researched um yeah, anyway, and then that was sort of just bit by bit um, the, the script started to grow and then I just said, hey, if I 
brought it to you, would you direct it? She yeah. was like, yeah, in a, you're not going to bring it to me kind of oh, way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then a friend of mine was getting married in the States. Mm. So we were going anyway. Both my husband and I were in the, in the groom's party, bridal party. So we, we, you know, we were going. And so I said, oh, if I tack it on to the end of my trip, you know, yeah. can we make it happen? Mm. And um, yeah, she said yes. So That's then great. we just, um, yeah, we just kind of found a little theatre and hired it and... Out on that, Broadway. That's right, yeah. The Great White Way. <laughs> that's right, <laughs> that's exactly. That's so cool. Yeah. Not many people can claim that, so massive mm. props to yeah, you. Yeah, oh, thank you. you know, it, was, it was really great to just go and then after all that time as well, we'd been working so much on Zoom. When we finally got the room mm. together, um, we were all just, it was pretty awesome. We had mm. two weeks of rehearsal, finally got to be in the room together and then we did the show. And then she continued on as the director when Mina came on. So right. we worked with her via Zoom. Okay for two weeks um so we need to find a way to get you and bethany in the, in the same room together yeah, because um yeah they you know she helped to um bring mina into this you know we had a framework but mina brought his own fantastic instincts and character so mm. then it shifted really dramatically which is awesome yeah um, it's been great both ways but i've really loved it's kept me fresh and kept yeah. me you know working well have you found working with laura as both actor and playwright i found Look, it had it had its benefits just mm. because when we were in the room and there were very, ow, I just bit my tongue. Of course, I did. <laughs> there were very <laughs> specific things that I was doing, and it was like, oh no, we're not doing that. I'm like, but why? Mm. And she'll be like, well, X, Y, and Z. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, and then we'll continue on. Um, it did not help that I'm like severely dyslexic. Yeah, so I would just like read sentences. I'm like, yeah, that's correct. And I was like, mean a baby boy. <laughs> that's not how you say the word. I'm like. It is. I know how to read. She's like, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's read it again. I'm like, you are right. <laughs> so what he's saying that again. is that I was a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you were actually fine on it. Like I, I preferred that. I remember like the first few episodes, the first few episodes, the first few rehearsals. You're like, hey, man, let's talk. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And you're like, X, Y, Z. I'm like, tell me all this from now. Mm. So then I don't like, I don't want it mm. a few months in. It's like, hey, yeah. Yeah, cool. There's an issue. I'm like, like, please don't think like you're like I'm the most resilient person in the world. Like, tell me everything now. This is nothing. Yeah. Um, but rehearsals were fun. I thought it was gonna be the biggest drag just because oh, okay. it was over Zoom. I'm yeah. like, I remember getting in yeah. like, okay, mm. let's go. Mm. It was so easy. Mm. Oh, I, I enjoyed it. I, maybe it was just Bethany's energy, mm. but mm. I I found it very easy. Yeah. And fun. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, one of the things I like about her is that she sees things in I wrote it, but she sees things in the script that I don't even see. That's so great. she's got a really innate sense of human nature and in a way that is surprising um as in, you know, there might be a way, uh, she, you know, a scene where the obvious thing is that they yell at each other or whatever and she and mm. she'll say, "Well, actually, you know, why don't you try it like this? And then you realise, oh, that's so much more human to do it mm. in a... That's not really very well explained, but she has this real understanding of the depth of the of the way humans interact. Right, yeah. Which I really love. Yeah. And um, I felt like it helped us to kind of, yeah, find freedom within not being too bound by what the mm. script said, even mm. though I'm the writer, so I... Yeah. And you weren't like too attached, too attached to that. Oh, I'm sure I was annoying with Mina being like, this is a line. But yeah. he also came to rehearsals with the lines learned. He was amazing. He amazing. came, you know, yeah. we did the whole thing in, in with uh, Bethany in two weeks. And then we had a couple of rehearsals kind of to 
tweak it for each each city and then mm. Carly has taken over as the tour director so she's helped us right. to um, take it and rework it for each um, venue and so we had a couple more rehearsals with Carly mm. but uh, we really got the whole thing together in, in as far as bringing Mina on board in three weeks so yeah. that was yeah. that was awesome to kind of you know it was three solid weeks but um, yeah. yeah step into the world of power loyalty and luck I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you wanna get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's cool. Because I remember when I, <laughs> when it was the callbacks for the audition and Bethany was like, how long do you need to learn your lines? And I'm like... <laughs> Give me three days. <laughs> Give me three days. I'm professional now. And then I, I think the audition was like on Friday or something. And then I got the call on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. And I remember I just saw Laura and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Hello. And she's like, hey. I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> I was like, congratulations. You got it. And I was like, thank you so much. And I remember I called my boss. I'm like, I need to learn my lines. I have a week. <laughs> I'm like, I lied to them. I said I can do it in three days. I remember I got sick the next day. And oh, I remember no. in bed, like, I'm not even kidding, bawling my eyes. Oh. I'm like, I'm so unprofessional. I said I can get it done in three days. I only have a week. I, have, I, can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Because in my mind, I was like, yeah, it's a play. I can do it. Yeah. Easy. And then I'm like, and then my inner monologue was like, Mina, it's a two-hander show. And you're on stage the whole time. You can't go backstage. You're not and going anywhere. Be like, oh, yeah, that's my next mm. thing. No, you're on stage the whole time. And I just freaked myself oh, out. I'm like, no. you need to I just cancelled work. I remember sitting at a cafe for six hours just yeah. ordering a coffee an hour. Oh being like, God. scene one to ten, done. See, and then That's there incredible. was like, I'm pretty sure there's like two scenes where you just have a monologue. Yes. Like the, yeah. um, the live stream ones. And I'm yeah. like, ha ha, funny, <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Now I <laughs> skip two scenes, done. Uh, but no. You could do that whole thing that they did on Friends where they hide lines in like the fruit on the yes, table yeah. and stuff fruit. like that. Just, yes. oh, yes. I wish. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Um, line, line, line. No, but um, yeah, I mean, it worked. I, yeah. I, I did promise lines learned and right. I learned them. So props to you. <laughs> yeah. But then I think, you know, you mentioned it's a two-hander, it's just us. But because of that, we know, okay, if someone dries, it's mm. the other one. Is there to help? You know, we yeah. sort of, we, you know, we'll save each other. We, we've just sort of been saying to you, "I'll save you, you save me." You know, yeah. no matter what happens, you know, we've got each other's backs. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we've had, we've got this little pre-show kind of routine where yeah. we've been saying, okay. "Got your back, got your back." And um, and, oh, and Mina does this little. Okay, <laughs> you, okay, I think you need to tell her. <laughs> okay, I'm excited. Yeah. Okay, there's lore to this. There's lore. So, <laughs> in the Arabic pop star world, there's a woman called Haifa. Okay, for Wafi, she came on the scene like early 2000s. We love, 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 love her. 
the Arabic world hates her because like she's just hot and sexy. Okay. I don't like I have that's <laughs> the only explanation why they don't like her. Yeah. She's a gorgeous, gorgeous woman. Anyway, she's like fifty one years old now. Wow. When I told you she looks nothing over a day over twenty one. I wish I was kidding. That's she looks nothing over twenty one. And everyone still hates her. And she's still like on top of the game. Yeah. So we just our, our pre show ritual is just I hold our hands, we hold each other's hands, we're like, we are Haifa. <laughs> And they are peasants. <laughs> <laughs> and then while we were on tour, it was her birthday. Yeah. I'm like, it's her birthday. <laughs> and then literally the next day, I'm like, it was her birthday yesterday. <laughs> and then the day after that, it was her birthday two days ago. <laughs> Just kept on going. It's like, oh. it was her birthday this week. <laughs> we got the energy. And then we'd finish off with a little superhero yeah. pose. And, um, and then we'd run on stage yeah. and do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so... I love that. I love a good pre-show yeah. ritual. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> <laughs> The Theatre Thoughts Podcast is proud to be hosting Meraki Arts Bar Main Stage's first post-show Q&A. Join us for a special event after the performance of Expiration Date on Tuesday the 2nd of May. See the awesome production and stick around afterwards for an exclusive Q&A recording with the cast and creative team. For full information and to book tickets to the Tuesday the 2nd of May production, check the show notes. Well, I want to take it back way, way, babe. Way mm. back to where you guys started. So I'd like to know what sort of inspired you both to start your careers. Like, mm. was there a moment or was this like something you've always wanted to do um, with your lives? Mm. Yeah. Um, well, I was the in the choir girl, you know, like all through Australian Girls Choir. That was me. Uh, ah, you know, playing you went on the Qantas commercial. Uh, my voice was. Oh, there you well. go. <laughs> <laughs> the first one. Definitely because um, I was listening to Mel and Sam podcast and I think they, they all talked about being on like the Qantas thing. So yes, it's in my mind recently. Totally. It's like yeah, every person I mean, who did choir was probably on that ad. That's right. Obviously, that was my first um, brush with fame. Uh, <laughs> Still on your CV. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And, uh, you know, played musical instruments, that sort of thing, you know, school musicals Mm. um and uh never did any dancing which i regret now but then who has time when i was playing you know flute and piano and choir and whatever you know there's only so much childhood hours um and you also have to give everyone else a chance exactly i mean you (laughs) know come on now you can't do everything can't do it (laughs) yeah obviously out of out of kindness they're trying to keep you humble like yeah it's just yeah yeah so then i um Went to Wollongong Uni to do the performing degree and yeah. um, that was great, but uh, that was great. doesn't need great, but that was great. And I was ready to party and not ready to study. Yeah. So I went to Wollongong <laughs> and just didn't properly um, absorb all that drama school has to offer. I was just, you know, really finding myself, you know, mm. dating boys and living out of home and, you know, doing all of that stuff. Um and then did my Masters of Creative Arts. That's when I wrote my first play. Right. Um, and that has started a you know different trajectory for me that has been great because I realised, oh, wow, if I write the thing, I get the role, you know? Uh, yeah, um, like interesting. Just in there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I can write the role that I want to perform. Um, yeah. And then, yes, toured, toured that. That was a one-woman show. I toured that a bit, wrote the first version of The Culture and had a few... Um, bookings for that and was also running a musical theatre company, Aspiring Musical Theatre Company, which was one of our Wollongong, you know, yeah. things at the time. It was that's great. It. Yes, that's, that's where we met. <laughs> oh, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> it's clicked in your brain, Marty. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Ah. 
That yes. is Marty, our uh, producer at Theatre Thoughts. Yeah. He's finally clicked yeah. uh, how he knows. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, turns out we all have a deep, deep history. Um, yeah, so uh, that was just like kind of a fun little collective, about 18, 20 people that um, we would um, – Put on cabarets together and bring people in to do masterclasses. And right, yeah. All going like swimmingly well. And then I was auditioning for NIDA all the way through. Um, you know, I auditioned for NIDA four years in a row and then um, kept getting down to the shortlist, but not getting, I got like, you know, to the last callback shortlist and then not getting in. How dare they? I know. I mean, mm. but I had to give other people a chance. Exactly. Again. Of course. Um, exactly. So, you know, obviously, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then the fourth year, I had a bunch of bookings for the plays. The, you know, musical theatre company was rolling along and I was like, oh, I'll just audition. But like, I've got a lot going on. I don't need to go tonight. Yeah. Anyway, and then, then I got in. It's, always, it's all, literally yeah, always like always that. Like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So then I had to cancel the shows and disband the theatre company and right. uh, went to NIDA. And um, that was awesome. Um, the difference was that I was older, ready to learn, mm. and um, I took it all in and soaked it all up and had have an awesome group of friends from NIDA, which has been great. That's probably one of the best things is the cohort. Mm. And the, some of the um, guest teachers were really, really special, like Bethany, who yeah. I then, you know, carried on to work with after. Um, yeah, and... Then really a couple of quiet years with, you know, graduating, being a little baby in the industry again. And then, of course, COVID. And then I had a baby. So pregnancy baby. Thank you. Yeah, it was um, all kind of just slowed things down as far as mm. the acting, but gave mm. me time as far as the writing. Yeah. And um, yeah. And in that time, I kind of wrote in a few genres. Yeah. Rewrite for the for the culture, but then also working on a novel and kids books and kind of just broadly writing, which has been just, awesome. You know, as you do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Sorry. I've got a couple of things I do. <laughs> um, because I can't dance. So, yeah, so um, obviously, if I was dancing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then so that sort of got me here. So there's been a lot of study yeah, and a lot yeah. of learning, and, and I'm still finding my feet in terms of the, you know, uh, the professional work, like I've done a few ads, but really it's, and that's all, do you know what I mean? Really it's mm-hmm. the, it's the, um, the self-produced, the, the play that, and this kind of work yeah. that has been the real vehicle for my career, you know, mm. because around everything else, it's the thing that I have control over. Mm. Whereas some yeah. of those, um, other things, you know, are very much in other people's hands. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, cool. that's my story. I yeah. said it all really fast and who knows if you got any of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what you about you? Slow down the footage. What about yourself? Um, I always wanted to be a singer when I was younger. Okay. And I loved singing. And then my voice started to crack as puberty does. And I was like, I can never sing a day in my life again. <laughs> um, I do. I still do sing and I write my own music. But I really fell in love with acting in my teenage years. And I was that delusional person. Like, when I'm 18, I'm going to be famous and I'm going to make it. And y'all watch and see. And gotta, 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 gotta. Um, then life hit me, <laughs> but no, I graduated high school and I was like, you know what? Like Mina, time to take this seriously and do all the things you want to do. Mm. Um, I, like one of my main mantras is like, Mina, you don't want to wake up when you're in your fifties and sixties. Like, what if you did this? What if you did that? So just yeah. do everything, yeah. do everything you can. So I remember doing a lot of extra work cause I thought that, oh, I'll do extra work. And then from there it would lead me to blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. blah, 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 blah. That's obviously not how the industry works when you just learn the hard way. And I remember just doing a lot of short courses, um, getting a lot of teachers and doing really well in the short courses. And a lot of my teachers would be like, Mina, you're great. You're amazing. You're just very specific. Oh, okay. That was the, that was literally every single point from yeah. every single teacher. Mina, you're doing amazing. 
you learn all your lines, you do you do amazing choices, you're giving us range, you, you're taking risks, yada, yada, yada. Why, why am I not working? You're too specific. Right. So I said, okay. So then when I did get, when I did start booking things, it was very much, ugh, I hate to say, just stereotypical Arab. Right. Molly from Bankstown. Uh, what the hell are you looking at, boy? Uh. That was the, the voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was very much that. And then just with the lack of work, I just need, I just needed to make sure, like Mina, if you do want to work, you have to make sure you are going above and beyond mm. compared to everyone else. So that's what I did. I just made sure I had good headshots, made sure my CV was professional and fresh and up to date, made sure all my casting profiles were on point. So then when an audition would come and there's only five of us in Sydney, I'm the top three. Right. Because yeah. I have stuff to give them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I come from a very screen background. Um, and then, yeah, weave it into a lot of theatre work. Mm. And then this is my first big theatre thing. That's great. Which is great. Yeah. Because yeah, my partner was like, you should get into theatre. I'm like, okay. And then a few months later, I'm like, I just booked a pop by tour. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did tell me, so. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. But um, yeah, a lot of screen. I come from a very much screen mm. background. So I found it not difficult, but just different, especially when it did yeah. come to rehearsals. Just like, Minnie, you're so quiet. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm trying. Like my inner monologue was like, Minnie, you're very quiet. Speak up. I'm like, okay, I'm speaking, yeah. <laughs> I'm speaking up. Just like, because I'm very much just by default, like the camera's there, my lighting's here. Yeah. Just particular angles. Mm. Um, and I, I worked really well in that medium. So it was just a, a bit of a stretch for me to do theatre. And yeah. I felt like I just became muscle memory now. Mm. I, I think I'm doing it well. You are. Yeah. I could be delusional. Yeah. I no, think. totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are things, be. you know, aren't there that are just the opposite. Like screen, you've got to be really close to mm. each other physically. And theatre, you kind of have to be the opposite. Mm. Yeah, know? definitely. And, yeah. um... So we, you know, we we would, you know, those things when you're used to one that you yeah. have to adjust to the other. Exactly. But, yeah. You know, the great thing is, um, you have always been kind of flexible and open mm. to shifting. You know, and as you know, it's not like I was already there doing everything perfectly. We we're working everything out together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, um, and that's the joy of of theatre is that it is live and you have got to work it out together. Yeah. And, you know, it's the best thing about um, it for sure. Yeah. 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 That was one of the big things. I was like, what if I freeze? Yeah. What if I freeze on stage and I'm just going to die and turn to yeah. ash? Yeah. Like, that was, that was <laughs> that's legit. I'm like, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah. Um, so like that yeah. other, like, you just kicks in, isn't <laughs> yes. it? Like, I know yeah. exactly what to do. Totally. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Well, did you want to play uh, our segment, which is my favourite? It's called One Minute Theatre Thoughts. Okay, um, yeah. Now, this is always interesting when it's with two people because it's like, do we do one for one? Do mm. we do one mm. for one? Mm. So I think for this, we'll just go one for one. Great. So I'll ask one question, we'll snap it out. Great, So Excellent. they're very much just like um, generic sort of theatre-based questions. Yeah. And it's like the first thing that kind of comes off the top of your head. Great. Mm. Okay. Great. Okay. okay. Who wants to start? Okay. Who, who's going to go first in like the round? Um, I think Laura's start. All right, I'll go yeah. first. Okay. Cool. okay. Don't okay. No worries. All right. Why am I getting nervous? <laughs> I don't know. It just went really quiet. <laughs> don't fuck this up. <laughs> just this up. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. What is your favourite play? And it can't be the culture. Detroit. Ooh, yes. By? Um, bloody hell, can't remember the author, the playwright, but okay. it's like a two couples and it's very funny and cheeky. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, and it ends up, I think they burn down the house. So, spoiler. Oh. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Mina? Oh, shoot. I'm, 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 I'm,
Audra McDonald. Oh, yes. yes. Musical theatre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, she was in um, the original King Kong. Mm, the the old woman, you. Coven. Go. Come on now. What's her name? I don't know. I, I, know, I know her friend. name. My mind's refusing. Mina, you're the one answering I the know. question. I know her name. I know her name. She's old. She's beautiful. Cougar. Okay. I would marry her in a heartbeat. Um, her. The woman from Coven. Okay. Love Supreme. it. Good. Um, do you have a favourite musical? Yes, Lame Is. I've been in three productions of Lame Is, but they were all, you know, school. But um, if also, I love contemporary music theatre, like Dogfight, mm. that sort of thing. Too. Oh, yeah. 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 Hairspray. And last thing is, what area of theatre are you most passionate about? I uh, can't decide between writing and acting, so I'll just say both. It's just, yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, I love writing. Yeah, yeah, writing and acting, yeah. Now, the part I don't like is the producing, but that makes the rest possible. You know what Excellent. I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the one minute theatre thing. Yeah. It's my favourite part. That I like fun. to just see like what comes off the top <laughs> yeah. of your head. Yeah. It's awesome. Apparently nothing in me. I'm like, um, the woman from Coven. The woman from Coven. I'm sure you'll leave here and you go, that's we run right. back. That's right. Yeah. We'll add in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming in to have a chat. It's been awesome, like hearing about the show and like what's on offer and where you both started as well. Yeah, it's really for great having to hear. Us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah, nice to see you guys after so many years. <laughs> I know, crazy. Well, uh, the culture is coming to Flight Path Theatre in Sydney mm-hmm. on the fifth to the twentieth of May, and you get your tickets at flightpaththeatre.org. Yes. And I'll also post all the other information on the show's description if you're in Melbourne or Hobart. Perfect. Perfect. Excellent. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Thank you to Laura Jackson and Mina Asfor for joining us on today's episode of the podcast. Thank you to Carly Fisher for helping to organise today's episode. The Culture finishes its world tour starting in Hobart from April the 25th to the 29th at the Peacock Theatre, Sydney May 3rd to May 20th at the Flight Path Theatre and Melbourne June 7th to June 17th at TheatreWorks Explosives Factory. For full information and tickets, check today's show notes. And a massive thank you to our newest Patreon member, Lucy. Thanks for joining the Patreon. This episode was produced by Echidna Audio. Follow them on Instagram at Echidna Audio for all their audio services. Once again, if you enjoyed our podcast, leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts and head to the link in this episode's description for our Instagram account, TikTok, YouTube and Patreon. My name's Justin Clark and I'll see you next time here on the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.